0: Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket podcast where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. And welcome back to the podcast. Today I have the outstanding Dr. Stefan Butajish. He is the co-founder at Health 2.0 Malta. He's a specialist trainee in the public health medicine sector with a special interest in clinical informatics, social media, and digital health. He's also an author, tutor, and digital health consultant focused on creating transformative and effective change. He's focused on expanding his knowledge within the field of public health, and he's doing a great deal to empower his country to take on digital health metrics and opportunities. So I'm really privileged to welcome Dr. Stefan to the podcast. Welcome.
1: Thanks, thanks for bringing me here today. It was definitely a wonderful opportunity to connect with uh, people who are passionate about about digital health from all over the world, yeah.
0: Hey man, it's a pleasure to have you here and what a beautiful country, Malta. I wish I was there with you, (laughs) but I'll be there in mind
1: yeah so i'm actually right here now so you know just uh, pop on over and we'll you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you Stephen. so so dr stefan what got you in the medicine to begin with
1: okay so definitely when you start off your medical career you start off as an intern and you actually deal with situations from patient to patient so it's like more of an individual relationship but over time you kind of start realizing that in reality you're also dealing with the bigger picture and that's what's motivating me to get into public health mm-hmm. and even more how to get into digital health. Because digital health is about the intersection of technology and healthcare and bringing them together in such a way that you won't even realize that technology is there in the first place. So that's what's motivates me. And Malta, being a country, you know, we have like a bit less than half a million. There's a lot of interesting work to be done there. And there are some number of challenges, and we can get better and better. So that's something which really motivates me, the bigger picture.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating. And, and with a country like Malta, uh, the opportunities to make an impact in public health, I feel like maybe is more empowering. You could maybe have a little bit more direct control given the smaller population. But you're still presenting with your challenges, so I'm excited to dive into some of your learnings. What would you say, Stefan, is a topic that needs to be on healthcare leaders' minds today?
1: I think we have to start with the basics, and one of the things is that we have to think about digitization. If we don't take care of that first step, digitization, and it's not just digitization of uh, literally turning a paper document into something electronic, but it's more than that. It's about digitization of our workflow. Whereas before, you would have to write the name on each and every paper before. Now that's us think of a pass and you have to focus mostly on the context, on the medical history, how we're going to bring that into the equation. But it's also a change of how we do things. Workflow, mm-hmm. workflow, workflow. That means that you have to see. Before, for example, you used to take the parameters and you have to write each and every parameter. This from a nursing point of view. But now the parameters are being automatically taken. So now you have to learn how to deal with 10 readings at one go and trying to understand how that changes the experience, the healthcare experience. So it's not just about digitization, just transforming something from paper to electronic, but it's also about transformation of our workflows. So that is something very important. Something also super crucial and super important that we shouldn't put aside is cybersecurity. Mm. That means if you want patients to gain patients' trust into what you're doing, especially when it comes to the digitization of care, then you need to get them on board and you need to ensure that you have the cybersecurity and security protocols in place. And education, not just security for the sake of security, but security to help people achieve their outcomes. So to help people achieve their health outcomes and gain the trust you need to create something truly effective.
0: Uh, I think that's uh, insightful for sure. And, and so give us an example, uh, Dr. Stefan, of some of the work that maybe you and your peers have done there and in, in the you know, health organization you're a part of that have led to better outcomes.
1: So I'm wearing a number of hats right now. And uh, if you really want to measure health outcomes, you need time. So right now, I don't think we're, we're in a position to say that digitization has led to better health outcomes. I can't say that as yet. That is my academic hat. But if I had to wear another hat, then I could say that what I could truly measure is outcomes, is like actually engaging the community. So we started building a digital health community thanks to Health 2.0 mota. And starting off with that, you can see that people are interested in the topic. People want to be there. First, we start off with 13 and the second meetup was 75. So when you see something like this, you see that people want to make change. Maybe it's not so popular right now and more that's just getting started, but actually being there and being part of this grassroots community, is amazing because you can see now there are other meetings popping up there, are, like there was a conference last year. So you see this movement nice. and maybe that's not a measurable thing. It's not a KPI. It's not something you want to measure, but the interest is growing. I'm believing in that. And that right now I would say, we you know, could say time will tell. Yeah, And uh, we're gonna be on the lookout and we're gonna see how there's a lot of good interesting measures such as the health systems performance assessment. And there are parts about digitization, which, you know, needs, need attention. And the fact that we have that as a baseline, that really helps us in the future to look back and say, oh, we did steps forward. I love so right that. now, it's the informal part. You know, it's the ecosystem building, is it hell, Grassroots community, getting people interested, getting getting people to question what they have right now. What they question? Why are we still writing on paper? Why are we still documenting the, those parameters on paper? Why aren't we taking them best? Why are you taking advantage of this? So that's what I want to start doing right now. That's my motivation really into it. have these baby steps.
0: No, Dr. Stefan, I think that's uh, inspiring. And questioning those assumptions is key to creating any change in healthcare. So it's exciting that you're, you've started that. And now the community is forming there in Malta. And what is possible is, is very exciting for the future. Yeah, I think there is some.
1: Uh, I have a vision for Malta to for it to be an island where people can actually test their digital head apps. So it could be an island, and especially us, we have such a high smartphone penetration. We actually have about something about six hundred percent or yeah, I think no, I think
0: it's so that means everybody has about six devices?
1: (laughs) No, no, I I actually wrong about but I think that let's say we have everyone has two or more devices. Okay. so it's a bit higher. It's a bit lower than that. I apologize for the numbers. No, that's okay. But more that we have, um, so that's, oh, so that is the right number. So we have somewhere in the region of 600,000 devices.
0: Oh, uh, that's, that's the, what it was. Right. Okay, that's the 600. That's,
1: so, I apologize. Oh. so I apologize. That's okay. That. But we have something in the region of 600,000 600, devices. That's saying something. And even when it comes to Facebook penetration, for example, that means how many people in have Facebook. We have like something between 300 and 350,000.
0: And how many, how many okay. residents are in Malta?
1: So right now we're 475,000. So if you take Got into it. consideration um, the younger generation, you take right. into consideration possibly the very older, very, very old age group. I wouldn't even say 60, 50 to 65, because actually that is the fastest growing segment in Malta of people using Facebook. So there's something, there's something going on which is quite positive. I think we need to embrace that for sure.
0: Fascinating so cool folks uh, you know just the the opportunity to to engage with somebody like Dr. Stefan who is over in Malta leading his own wave of of digital health is inspiring and a testament to the fact that hey you know in healthcare There are no borders, uh, whether they be physical or or water. There's a way to do it, and it's infectious. There's no way to stop it. So kudos to you, Dr. Stefan, for taking the bull by the horns and doing your work there with your colleagues in in Malta. Can you share with the listeners an example of maybe a time when things didn't work out, a setback, and what you learned from it?
1: I would go back to the success of Health 2.0 it is right now. So there were three main ingredients. There's the vision, there's the team, and there's the support, which could be in funding, it could be in people attending the event, and the team, the team, the team which actually supports you. You can't do things on your own. Right. And the vision. So it's important to have a vision because if you don't have a vision, then you don't know, you don't know where you want to go and you don't know how, how big you want to think and you, don't want, and you don't see how sustainable you want to do that. So in reality, Head Point Zero Goal, 2.0 Motor goes way back, actually, about 2017, where I actually had the funding and I had the vision, but I didn't have the team. Hmm. So I didn't have time to do it. I couldn't yeah. work on it. But at a later stage in time, I actually found a team, the right team to work with me, and then it was, we were able to do it. Nice. So, you have, you have, so that is one thing. And even in the past, when I started to do another startup, I actually called, did a startup called Saha. And it was actually mm-hmm. a medical doctor. And it was an app for medical doctors. Okay. And what I learned from that actually is that the vision was there, the team was there, but there, were, there wasn't the funding then. Got it. And what happened is that when something is not sustainable in that regard, then, you know, it, it falls back. People get demotivated. People need that. So you always learn. And I think it was really step by step. And uh, I somehow am a bit, maybe a bit of a visionary. So the vision part didn't really lack at that stage in time, even though I could do things better, that's for sure. But once, but through all these little failures, which maybe at the time I saw the big failures, but I didn't realize that there were like little bumps on the way, and then which take me today to head to point zero and possibly doing something even more in the future,
0: who knows? That's excellent. Yeah, and it's that lock, right? You know, that three digit lock. If you have two of the, the numbers, you still need that third number to get it to open, yeah. right? And you just got to find that that third number, uh, and you found it. And and in both of these examples, and and it's great, you know. Uh, about a year ago, Dr. Stefan, I had uh, uh, Matthew Holt on the podcast, and uh, oh, wow. yeah, and he told us some of you know <laughs> his everywhere. yeah he's everywhere. That guy is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he lives on an airplane, right? <laughs> And he was telling us about some of his early struggles to make things work. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of staying in the game long enough to be able to see your vision through and making sure you have all those digits in the locks. I mean, it's, a great, it's a great example. Tell us about one of your proudest moments that you've had.
1: Okay, so definitely my, right now, one of my proudest moments was in the second meetup, which we didn't head to 0.0 motor I actually had just come back from uh, head to 2.0 point zero ML4 conference. I actually had to leave a couple of hours earlier mm-hmm. to make it in time for the flight back home for the meetup. So gotcha. with all of that in mind. Tight schedule. Yeah, very tight schedule. It <laughs> was playing some tricks on me as well. <laughs> so one of the proud moments for me is definitely seeing a room in front of me full of people That's with awesome. the right ambience and with everything set up. And that was a very proud moment for me. And even better was that uh, the fact that it wasn't the perfect date for it because it was an eve of a public holiday. Mm. So, despite all of that, despite all of those obstacles, and even to set up to find the right date with my team, there were some challenges as well there. But despite all of that, people showed up, people were there. And uh, it was like simply an incredible, you know, an incredible time to be there and to enjoy, you know, and see. And then the the meetup got through, and we started talking. And perfect,
0: you know. That's awesome! Congratulations on that. You know, it's fun. We we recently did a meeting called the Healthcare Thinkathon, and I know the feeling. You know, the feeling where you're like, oh my gosh, is anybody gonna show up? (laughs) And then you do it, and the room is full, and you're just like, wow, this is great. And when it's full of the right people, it's really amazing. Yeah, Thinkathon. Interesting. Yeah, the Healthcare Thinkathon. Definitely. Yeah, we were like.
1: (laughs) I'm
0: thinking. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the inspiration of it was like, okay, there's the hackathons, but we're like, we're gonna do one where where we go, and we're not just gonna have speakers speaking at you. It's gonna be an opportunity for you to engage with yeah. some leaders, and uh, and yeah, it turned out to be really great. I can identify with your with your feeling of pride when when you put this thing together, especially with your tight schedule. I mean. Holiday in place and all these things, but you guys still made it work. So, congratulations to you guys. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, thanks to the team. They made it happen as well. Too. I'm really grateful for them.
0: So, tell us about an exciting project that you're focused on today.
1: Okay, so uh, right now we're definitely seeing how we can uh, create more events and a variety of events. And uh, we see ourselves organizing next a Digital Head Conference and more, for sure, and taking it to the next level. And trying to build an even bigger ecosystem, especially trying to bring together the private industry, government, academia, and non-governmental organizations all in the same room. And especially patients. I want Mm -hmm. patients in the room to actually kind of bring together something uh, to move move healthcare forward. So that's something, even just to create the conversations, it's not about the speakers and reality, conferences, are more about the networking and actually getting people to talk to each other. So that's so important because you can see all the presentations online, you can actually see what's happening there and you can see, you know, or you can figure out what that person is going to talk about. But in reality, the opportunity that you have to actually talk to that person and actually creating a relationship, that's the value of conferences. So we're, we're happy, we're looking forward to bring that to Malta in one way or another. It could be the MedTech or it could be Digital head, And we see a big opportunity here, you know, to see Malta developing also within this industry as well. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to. And I'm hoping that by the end of 2019, we would have created one very successful event, specifically related to Digital head or MedTech.
0: Wow. Awesome. I think that's exciting and, uh, and very promising for the people there and, and also others that are listening to this podcast that maybe you're looking for something different to do and you want to get out of your typical meeting that you're used to going every single year. At the end of the podcast here, we'll give you the way to contact Dr. Stefan and, uh, and maybe figure out a way to get you to Malta for his meeting because uh, it's definitely a destination, but also their thoughts and, and what they're doing over there is very, very interesting. So, Dr. Stefan, getting close to the end of our time here today. Already um, well. Yeah, can you imagine? It just flies. Uh, <laughs> so, I've got four questions for you, lightning round style. We're building a syllabus so here for the listeners. It's the ABCs of Dr. Stefan on how to be excellent at digital health. And then a recommendation for a book that you give them. You ready? Yeah, go for it. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? Talking
1: to people, talking to all the relevant stakeholders. If you don't talk and you try to force a solution onto someone, you won't get there.
0: What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid?
1: Not, I would go back to those three ingredients, you know, not finding the right team, not, not having the right vision and not having the right support, be it financial or be it community.
0: How do you stay relevant despite constant change?
1: So in a big organization, something like a corporate, definitely you have to embrace intrapreneurship. Mm. So figure out a way to bring I love that. out those people who are, uh, you know, they're innovative and they want to Challenge say so. Find a way to involve them.
0: Entrepreneurship, people. I think that's a great point. And uh, what is the one area of focus that drives everything in your organization?
1: I think definitely the motivation and the enthusiasm. That is crucial. I mean, without that and without the basic motivation, then you can't really move forward. You need to ha- have something which constantly drives that. So if you don't have the basic enthusiasm, the basic innovation, you really can't get anywhere. But you have to make sure that there is a cycle which is supporting it to get there.
0: That's wonderful. And what book would you recommend to the listeners, Dr. Stefan?
1: So actually, I was looking through my Kindle. Yes. And uh, I mean, there wasn't something which really struck me. Mm-hmm. But I would actually go back to basics once again. And actually, one book, maybe maybe not that I recommend, but one book which really struck me and I think which started me the pathway to reading was Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Nice. So that started my uh, reading journey. And thanks to that, it opened up a world of possibilities where I kind of wrote, read so much that yeah. um, it led me to the... Possibly the second book, and something which I kind of uh, strive for, is like the seven ha- habits of highly affected people. By yes. People. So those two. But first, there needed to be something to start the journey, to inspire. And I'm yes. very grateful for that first book.
0: That's awesome. The Philosopher's Stone. And yeah, you know, ultimately, it doesn't matter where it comes from as long as it inspires and drives you to the next one and then the next one. And then when you're doing amazing things like you, Dr. Stefan, it's definitely worthwhile. So appreciate you sharing those resources. Folks, you could go to outcomesrocket.health slash Stefan, S-T-E-F-A-N. You're gonna get the show notes, links to resources we've discussed, and also a full transcript of today's interview, outcomesrocket.hell slash Stefan. Stefan, we're here, we're all to the end. I'd love if you could just share a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could get in touch with you.
1: So first of all, you're all welcome to Mota. Uh, <laughs> Thank <we're> you. <laughs> so, 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 so this is an open invite. Um, <laughs> Secondly, I think it's important to talk, 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 talk. So thanks to today's conversation, we learn something from each other, definitely. So if you want to implement something in your organization, just talk. Let's go. Figure out what's the problem. Get in touch. So if you're trying to solve something to for a patient, for example, creating a better device, let's say, Just talk to the patient, figure out what are his changes. figure out what's wrong with the device. Maybe there is a button which is incorrectly placed, and because of that, it's always hitting his belt, for example. Just talk to the patient, talk to the stakeholders, and uh, you'll get there and reach out. And also, I think that the vision should be that technology is really and truly an invisible layer. You don't see it there, but it's so integrated within your workflow that it's it's creating and contributing for better health outcomes.
0: love that. And Stefan, where can the listeners reach out if they wanted to connect with you?
1: Okay, so um, if you look me up by the name, uh, Stefan Buttigieg, you can find me everywhere, literally. So I can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Just look up my name and you'll find me there. Recently, I reached my 5,000 friends limit. So just (laughs) follow me on my Facebook fan page or follow me on my public profile. And actually you can reach out and um, get in touch and know what I'm up to.
0: Outstanding, Dr. Stefan. And folks, again, just Google Stefan Buttigieg, which is B-U-T-T-I-G-I-E-G. You're going to see that there. And uh, wow, Dr. Stefan, time flies when you're having fun really appreciate you spending time with us today thank
1: you so thank you
0: thanks for listening to the outcomes rocket podcast be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes resources inspiration and so much more